I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. Metabolism, recovery, heart health, cognition, endurance, fitness, gut health, hormone balance, inflammation, and sleep. These are your categories in which Inside Tracker organizes the recommendations provided from assessing your biometrics, and it forms the building blocks of your own personal action plan. In order for you to excel and perform in any arena in life, you do best when you apply effort on a robust platform of health. There's no easy way, but whether you want to be a world-class athlete, a time-starved athlete, a leader, high-functioning executive, busy parent, or someone that's seeking to invest in their future quality of life, this is a fundamental truth. And this is why we at Purple Patch leverage the insights and recommendations from the team at Inside Tracker. You can too. InsideTracker.com slash Purple Patch. That's InsideTracker.com slash Purple Patch. And listeners to this show get 20% off. You can just simply use this code Purple Patch Pro 20. That's Purple Patch Pro 20. 20% off everything at the store. All right. I hope you enjoy the show. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And if you're a regular listener, well, you might remember a few weeks ago, we went through a series on what we labelled off-season. Step by step, we broke down the importance of this part of the year for athletes and performance enthusiasts alike. And we also went through and peeled back the curtain a little bit on our approach at Purple Patch, how we were seeking to, from the ground up, completely reimagine our training and educational approach for our athletes and anyone that helps gain support from Purple Patch. Well, we are now one cycle of training through. So in other words, we are just finished up with three weeks of our training and education. And it's so fresh, it's so new, that I thought, well, why don't we throw one more show in here and have a little bit of a pause a reflection and an assessment. What are some of the areas that have been really positive, good elements to grow on and continue for you to go and learn on your journey? And are there any elements in which we need to maybe course correct a little bit, maybe shift things around? And so we're going to do some lessons of off-season so far. Now, we've drawn in a lot of insights from the athletes that have participated. And I hope that by listening through to today's show, you're going to be further bolstered to realize how important and valuable this block of work is for your future self. It's not about immediate results here. We are setting the stage so that you can excel and have a breakout year next year. And so I hope that you're going to be motivated from this, but also you can start to develop some of the tools that you can add to your toolkit to ensure that whatever journey you're on, you can be wholly successful. It's going to be a good one. I think it will be insightful. But before we get going here, why don't we do some Matt's Newsings? Yes, Barry, thank you, Matt's Newsings, and we edge towards the holidays. And I think we have a window, no, the window, right now to set the stage for a big 
2024. And if you're considering Purple Patch, and then I highly encourage you, please don't wait till the post-holiday time frame because you're going to miss out on a whole bunch of fun. It's a really entertaining block of work we're doing right now. But you're also going to miss some really important training and education that set the stage for your best performance for the year ahead. Now, don't worry. We're going to ensure that you don't feel like training is a burden over the course of this. We realize that a lot of people want emotional restoration, want other opportunities to spend time with family, maybe focus a little bit more on work before the holidays. So there's plenty of time to have fun, a little bit more freedom. You've got lots of space, lots of flexibility, but it is a critical phase where you are setting the stage for next year. And so it's a wonderful time to do some foundational work. And there's really not an athlete that shouldn't be thinking about that, whether it's with or without Purple Patch. And so if you're sort of looking over the edge right now, you're considering one-to-one coaching, or maybe you're considering getting involved with one of our squad programs, we are ready to receive. Now in one-to-one coaching, we've only got about two to three spots left. You might remember last week I mentioned we had five spots. Well, I think three of those are gone. Uh, I wanna be transparent. So I think we've got two more to go here, ready for the 2024 season. Now spots might open up. That's good, of course. There's always potential for a little bit of turnover, but we are getting very, very tight there. So I wanted to give you the headline news. Squad, this is absolutely the ideal time for the team for you to join and the team is absolutely ready to welcome you and set the path ahead. That team of course is the coaches as well as your teammates. Either way, head to the website purplepatchfitness.com or of course you can always ping us at info at purplepatchfitness.com. We will set up a complimentary call to see if we're a good fit for you, answer any questions and provide counsel on your best path ahead. Reach out, the doors are open. Oh, and speaking of doors are open, workshop on wheels. I mentioned this last week, November the 18th, 7 a.m. Pacific. We are inviting you, in fact, treat it like a personal introduction from me to you, inviting you to a workshop. You're gonna get to experience live bike coaching with me hanging out 90 minutes in fact we're going to have a little chat before and we'll follow up with some questions and answers following so it's a two-hour block but the ride is going to be about 90 minutes this is a complimentary workshop on how to get more speed from whatever fitness you have right now and we're going to achieve this by upgrading your skills and terrain management you've heard me talk a lot about this on the show and this is highly recommended for triathletes people that love to ride bikes of any nature maybe you're just getting into riding a bicycle and you'd love to actually get some fast tracking on how to get the most out of it enjoy what is a wonderful wonderful sport you do not need to be a purple patch athlete to get involved in fact this is a really community driven event and if you do decide to participate live we're going to throw in some treats for you you're going to get a 10-day free membership as a trial when you decide to join the sessions and so that's going to give you access to all of our bike coaching now remember this is video based it's two-way video based so i can see you and give you feedback and you're also going to be linked onto our platform particularly if you are happen to be on a smart trainer or have a power meter on your bike we can connect you we can take you through a whole bunch of fun stuff we're also going to be giving away a whole lot lot of laughter i'm going to be doing some pretty good tunes if even i say so myself and 
And our friends at Best Day Brewing, that is the best, by the way, there is absolutely no debate, the best non-alcoholic beer. I'm a, well, I'm not afraid to admit, I'm proud to admit I drink it almost every night, but they are going to be giving away prizes to everybody all over the country. The link is in the show notes if you want to register. It's absolutely free. It's also going to be on the website. And if you get lost at all, of course, just ping us an email, info at purplepatchfitness.com, and you can join free. November 18th, 7 a.m. Pacific, 90 minutes with me. We're even going to have a beer afterwards. Now, what's better than beer for breakfast? All right, let's now turn our heads to excellence. We are going to talk about pure excellence. Barry, it's Word of the Week. We like the way he thinks, serious with a wink. Let's open the book, it's time to take a peek. It's the Dictionary Word of the Week. Oh, Barry, I know that you're thinking after that ukulele playing that the Word of the Week is going to be you, Barry. But no, folks, the Word of the Week this week, Lucy Charles Barkley. Yes, Lucy recently won the Hawaii Ironman World Championships, a wire-to-wire victory record-breaking in the process. And all of this after she secured no less than four races in which she got second place. Yes, this Hawaii thing has been a thing for her. Second, 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 second. And now, finally, she sits on top of the podium. But out of this victory, which was highly impressive, there are a few major lessons for you folks, the listeners, when we understand more about her development into a Kona world champion. Firstly, I think above all else, love the process. It's very, very clear, and I'm not involved in Lucy's journey whatsoever, but it's very clear that Lucy is highly driven, but also has a huge passion for the process. If not, she just wouldn't have stuck with the journey through so much grit and determination. She's gone through quite a bit of adversity, and I tell you what, she clearly has a high-performance mindset, as her journey has been littered with struggles and setbacks. And so I think that Lucy Charles Parkley is a wonderful example of how progression to excellence is never, ever, ever linear. It's going to include a whole bunch of challenge, it's going to be very demanding, and you're going to have to overcome And that is always the path. And so the real question, if you become a champion, is how you manage and respond, not react, respond to all of that adversity. And that paints the ultimate end story. Number two, to achieve anything in life of value, it's freaking hard. Let's not sugarcoat it. Becoming a world champion is hard. Excelling in anything is tough. There is no easy passage. There is no shortcut. A high-performance mindset appreciates the challenge and meets the demands in order to pave excellence. Relentless is the word. And finally, realize that a world-class performance doesn't emerge from the last 12 weeks of training. Lucy's performance this year was the result of years of development. In fact, this season included some really necessary out-of-the-box thinking. With months on end spent on a rowing ergometer, very limited running, riding on a stationary bike, not a trainer, a stationary bike in a protective boot and more. And all of that was due to some injuries that she had to navigate. But she could excel because she was smart, 
She was willing to solve the challenge in a non-traditional path and also could draw from years of physical and emotional development to finally produce the result. And that is world class. And so from us at Purple Patch, well done, Lucy. That is one of the best Kona performances ever. And no one couldn't say that you absolutely don't deserve it. You are a champion. All right, folks, embrace the journey. And now let's build the athlete. The starting point is here. From the ground up, it is time for the meat and potatoes. All right, yes, folks, the meat and potatoes, and it is off season so far. So that's the time that you finish your last race and you have a big break where you want to reset, recharge, and reinvigorate for the next season ahead. And it doesn't have to be reserved for races. This is actually suitable for anyone that is on a performance journey that's looking to show up a better version of themselves. So we always like to anchor it around an athletic season. But I feel like this quarter, Q4, that we find ourselves in right now, so October, November, December, is a wonderful time for everybody to have a little bit of a reset and rebuild, ready to reinvigorate and re-engage as we charge into next year before the holidays. So as a reminder, we completely reimagined the approach to off-season. We shifted it from being a really pretty uncomfortable phase of training that often left folks sort of straddling the tension between wanting a break and wanting to recharge, at the same time not wanting to recondition. And we shifted it to an incredibly fun but high-value phase of training that actually syncs with that common mindset but also sets the stage for big performance gains ahead. And so why don't we just quickly remind ourselves of the structure. So number one, it is a time of restoration and globally lower demand training. So that involves much less physical commitment, more freedom so that you can integrate fun activities that support general conditioning, things like hiking, cross-country skiing, mountain biking, stuff that you like to do that perhaps isn't right under the banner of specificity. And also a whole bunch of capacity to spend time on other areas, family, work, social hobbies, everything that wraps around the holidays. So it seems to mesh and sync with the vibe of the year, if you want to call it that. But the second component to it is critical foundational training. And I want to underline that word critical. It's really important because you might have heard me say this before, but this phase of training to me is the number one predictor across any annual arc of an athlete's journey. This is the number one predictor of how good the results are when things get serious in the months ahead. And it is foundational training. We want you to be performance ready in the months ahead. So what that means is tendons, muscles, ligaments, we'll wrap that up and call it tissue, developing tissue resilience. That's gonna make you more sturdy, more robust, less prone to injury, etc. We also want to increase the size of your engine. If you use the analogy of being a motor vehicle, having this higher cardiovascular capacity 
It's going to raise your potential. That's going to foster bigger gains as you actually move into other types of endurance activity as you progress to the challenging training. We have a heavy emphasis on strength training and muscle health. And we're also going to do some general cardiovascular conditioning. So there is some physiological stuff that we really want to work on over this phase of training. Even though globally, there's more freedom, there's more flexibility, it's less demanding overall. And so there's that nice synergy there that we want to accomplish with both of them. And that's very forward leading in the approach. It also, over these months, provides a hugely value opportunity to do things that are very demand, are very difficult to focus on when you are getting ready for a race or you're just launching out of the new year. Upgrading your technique, improving your skills, developing a really robust platform of health and your performance habits. Now, this might include for some people body composition, but it could be as simple as improving your sleep, improving your daily eating or your hydration. Some of the habits that often trail off when you've got too many other competing demands. Now, if we wrap all that together, we get to the outcome. So over the course of these months, and for us this year, that's October, November, December, into January and pretty much half of February, the outcome that we want anyone participating in this block of work is that you should be mentally energized, okay? You should also be physiologically fresh. So physically and mentally really, really energized as you emerged out of this block. And that's gonna become really important because the hard weeks and months of training, no matter what your quest is, are going to start to build out of this phase. So you wanna go into that absolutely invigorated, excited, ready to go, but also physically in a place that you can, like a sponge, absorb that training and get the biggest adaptations possible. So that's mission number one. Number two is the bedrock of some really good habits around how you exercise and how you train. So this is really anchoring around things like great posture, a great platform of strength, really good muscle health, so that you can blend the hard work and the body is ready to do it to foster, thirdly, an absolutely evolved level of technique and skills across any aspects of sporting disciplines you follow. If you're a great rower, that's really important. If you're a cyclist, obviously, you want to be great at terrain management and pedal stroke and posture. If you're a runner, you want to be able to stand tall. If you're a swimmer, you want to be able to grip more water and rip more water. That's what we're looking for so that we can get propulsion. And if you nail all this, you're going to emerge out of this phase with globally your body in a ready state to optimize returns. Because there's no easy path. We just learned that with Lucy Childs. There's no easy path, but we want to equip you to meet the demands of what is necessary for you to achieve your goals. And so to do that, we wanna be mentally fresh as the going is gonna get tough, but we want your body in a ready state to actually meet the demands, adapt and bingo, you get really strong. So if we nail this block, What's gonna happen here for Purple Patch is we are gonna have a very large group of athletes who are sitting pretty, highly motivated, right around Valentine's Day, hopefully after receiving some nice Valentine's Day cards and presents, but most importantly, charged up for a big, big year ahead. 
That's our mission. That's what we're looking to have. That's what we're confident of delivering. All righty. Now, another block of these next months of training is also to have some time available to two other high impact focus areas. Number one, education. Number two, community. Really important. Okay, we're going to have an absolutely full curriculum of education. Now, this is going to be delivered by me, of course, the Purple Patch coaches and domain experts. And all of us are committed to help Purple Patch athletes across all of their areas of growth and development. The second component community is also worthy of note. Your individual performance, and this isn't just theory, this is absolutely proven. I've observed this, and in fact, I've proved it through the Purple Patch Pro Squad. Your individual performance is magnified like gasoline on a fire when you lean into core aspects of team support, accountability, and develop a sense of belonging. There is no better way to develop a performance culture than through a team approach. And so we have infused throughout this block many team-focused trainings where athletes can participate in live training from anywhere in the world. We have sharing, and that's sharing the ups, the downs, the insights with each other in an enclosed small group community that's highly engaged. So that's a venue where you're going to get daily feedback, engagement from myself and the coaching team. It's not just the athletes, it's us that are in there, breathing down your neck, but also putting arms around your shoulder. Now, from a timeline standpoint, the official Purple Patch off-season began October 1st. Oh no, I'm late! It might suggest that the boat has sailed, but absolutely not whatsoever. We've got a very large portion of athletes who are racing late into the season and are integrating program in the weeks ahead. In fact, we just got a flood of 12 athletes that finished the Hawaii Ironman. 100% finish rate, by the way, for the female athletes over there in Hawaii. Very great, really, really uh, proud of the women that race so well there, but are now just starting their off-season training. So you have no sweat at all if you are feeling like you're behind the eight ball or you've missed the boat. You absolutely haven't. We also have others that have enjoyed a nice postseason break and are just thinking about kicking off their journey now. And of course, it's our role to help all of those athletes, and if that's you, that's you included, to integrate in a smart way. We've also finally got a very good group of newcomers that are all really excited and we're supporting both coaches and team to roll into the program. And it's occurring each week, of course. The good news, whether you've still got a race cut upcoming, whether you've just recently finished a race or you've enjoyed an off-season break or you're brand new to Purple Patch and you're just stepping off of the jetty and jumping into the ocean of performance, the good news on all of this is that the Purple Patch off-season is long. It goes through Valentine's Day. And so before ramping into the next chapter of development, of which then we leverage the work over the coming months and prime for the big games. So this is building the catapult right now. When we hit Valentine's Day, we're going to pull that catapult back. And then as we hit late spring, we're going to release it to a performance inferno. So this is uh, really important. Add to all of this that the program is built brand new for this season.
And so all we've done so far is one single cycle, as we call it, of training. So that's about three weeks in. And what we've had the opportunity now is we have the opportunity to see how that initial cycle of programming has gone. What works, maybe what needs to be tinkered, what we need to evolve a little bit, because we're always obsessed with trying to get it as right as we possibly can. We want to ensure that the training and the education is hitting the right tone, the education is important and valuable and timely, and we're also achieving the training output that we hope for. So, this is important. I should add that this off-season has not been designed only for triathletes. It extends across all Purple Patch athletes in the ecosystem, all members, including those that are simply chasing improved health, energy, and personal development. So it's fantastic. So what I want to do in today's show is, what have we seen so far? I mentioned that we're one cycle in. Great, so what? Now what? What are the insights? What are the areas that I have observed? Well, we're going to go through piece by piece. It won't take us too long, but I think you're going to find it pretty interesting. The first observation is what I might label big picture. Here's a couple of things we've heard. My family don't notice I'm training. I like having my weekends more free. It's strange having mental focus without physical exhaustion. You know what? I still need to define my focus here. Where should I prioritize? There's too much to choose from. That's really important. So those are some empowering thoughts there. And, uh, and really what I draw from it is, is a couple of things. The first is that we are getting, I think, the tone right so far as delivering the specificity of the training and making sure that we're engaging people in executing. We're seeing adherence rates being really, really good on the training load because, of course, we can measure that. But also, we're getting a lot of reports to say, you know what, it doesn't feel overwhelming. And that's the tone and the balance that we help from. So that's the first thing. The second area that I really drew from it, and it was from a gentleman that talked about needing more focus, not sure where to prioritize, is a common theme. And this is something that uh, the coaching team are, are helping with for sure. But we are seeing some, and it's not fair to say complaints to us, but... Um, uh, people needing assistance, I would say, I'm being transparent when I tell you this, around, goodness me, where shall I prioritize? And, and I think it's almost having too many candy bars and you love all of them and you know that if you eat all of them, <laughs> you end up with a rather bloated stomach. And, uh, and there's a little bit of that because there is a torrent of opportunities of education and there's also really, really good opportunities with training. But if you try and do everything, and you follow everything to the T and you bring that sort of type A mindset to it, check, 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 and then it can consume time. And so instead, what we're prioritizing or, or what we're encouraging is a little bit of prioritization. If you were a triathlete, you're doing all of the disciplines, you're focusing on strength, you're doing swim, bike and run, but where are your strengths and weaknesses? And across the fabric of your program, whether you're training five hours, eight hours, 14 hours, 18 hours, where are you shining the light of focus? And we wanna do that around number one, developing a platform of strength. So that's a priority for almost every athlete. Number two, where can we develop 
the weakness for you. So if I, for me, for example, I was a collegiate swimmer, well, I probably wouldn't shine the light on swimming right now. I would swim, but I wouldn't make that a priority. But I run like a donkey dipped in cement. And so therefore, I would be really, really leaning into the technical element of the running program. And if I seldom get to ride my bike outside, either because I'm concerned about safety, I don't like it, or I'm very time starved and just don't have time, I would really be leaning into the bike sessions so that I can upgrade my skills around getting the best speed possible. But if I was an adult onset swimmer, I would be leaning into swim school, led by John Stevens, more of him later. And so, uh, so there's a real opportunity to pick and choose around what you're going to focus on. So the second big observation, and uh, this is perhaps uh, the biggest one, is there is a huge need, a huge need and desire for swim technique. A lot of adult onset swimmers out there and our swim program, as we label it, swim school as a part of off season, it's been like bees to a hive. And there's something else. Coach John Stevens, who's leading that swim program, uh, John and I have designed the swim program or the swim sessions together, but John is the lead in this program. Number one, it's very, very clear. I'm highly impressed. He's an incredible educator. He's been with us for so long. What a great educator and how simplified he makes the approach so that it's really actionable. And I believe that a great methodology needs to be clear. It needs to be understandable and it needs to be actionable. And that's what John makes it. And so I think that the SIM program is, is the beacon of light in this thing. It's fantastic. And I've heard a lot of reports of athletes only three weeks in now starting to see the big picture. No one's got faster yet and you shouldn't be getting faster now. But seeing the big picture and seeing the pathway ahead where they can make actionable gains in their swimming. So that's perhaps one of the ones that I'm really, really excited about. And it's very frustrating for me because John is clearly more popular than me. Uh, but guess what? That's a pretty good thing. So that's a great addition. Incredibly good. A second thing about the swim program is quite a few folks have mentioned it's intellectually challenging, but also really good from the reward standpoint. They're actually getting it. And that's a sign of a, a good component. They're not, not, not just mindlessly going through the technical elements, but they're actually yielding the benefits that they can feel in the water. And that's ultimately what you want, because there's no point focusing on technique on anything unless you can apply it to the real world. So the swim is a hugely valuable component. What about the bike? That's another one that I think we should talk about. I'm the predominant lead on the bike program. And the first thing that I think is the biggest observation is, wow, this is hard. Okay, now that's true. Because across the whole program, one session a week, there is one workout where we are hitting high intensity. And it's very high intensity. In fact, we hit super high intensity once a week. And it isn't to drive fitness at least not in the way that you think about it. Instead, what it is, is to raise the potential for future training benefits. We have no race demands right now, but what we can do across all levels of athletes is we can maximize your ability to uptake and utilize oxygen, so VO2 max, as well as improve your muscular ability in the working tissue to actually recruit and generate force. 
Now, this has been incredibly fun in that kind of type two fun type of way, really different for athletes, and I think incredibly valuable. I even had a couple of coaches when I showed them the first workout and the purple patch coaches were like, oh, it's off season, you know, but meet the demands, fantastic. Everyone has done a terrific job so far and really enjoying it as well, which is great. A second big observation over the course of the riding component is, wow, this is challenging. Now, what I said around the high intensity workout, what it, was, it was hard. Wow, the other stuff is challenging. And that's been the response to the skill upgrade sessions. So most of the workouts are not that demanding physically. But goodness me, are they challenging intellectually? And that's because what we've done in these riding sessions is pull out and isolate elements around really becoming a smart bike rider. Okay, so what we have over the course of a session or integrated into a block of a session is we are going to focus on a single element of improvement. Shifting your gears, nothing else. Cadence, nothing else. Standing technique, nothing else. And so when you isolate it, it enables all the focus, but it also exposes everyone's flaws. And so over the first three weeks, there have been a lot of aha moments. And the other observation of this is how quiet Studio One in San Francisco is. And that's because I've actually got people not looking around going, goodness me, this is hard, but investing mentally, engaging, despite it being relatively lower stress. When could you ever do a session and say, go three by 10 minutes at zone three? That's a moderate effort. And I want you to do that with two minutes recovery. Three by 10 minutes at zone three, moderate recovery. And yet, it goes by like a flash. And that's because of the skill focus, the upgrade focus. And the first part of these workouts, every single one has been a tidal wave of struggle. It's like, I can't do it. And then this little wave of epiphany is emerging. Through the screen, aha moments, you can actually visually see people getting it. Now, perhaps the best path to highlight on this is to read off a few of the quotes from my athletes. Because for the sake of this show today, I asked a few of the athletes. And here are a few of the emails and messages I received directly from the athletes. Number one, I finally get what you're talking about. Goodness me, it took you long enough. Joking apart, I finally get what you're talking about around syncing the output with the feeling. I actually feel the road under me and the system management through smart use of gears and pedal stroke. I never understood and I get it. Now that's a really interesting email. I feel the road under me, but you're sitting on a trainer. That's the benefit of the platform. They actually feel the characteristics of the road. Talk about directly applicable to outside. Second message I got, wow, you never know a weakness until it's exposed. I realize how woefully I underutilize my gear shifting to try and deliver speed. It makes things so much easier. That's the point, it makes things easier. This isn't about overcomplication. This is about making things easier. Third message, I love how the platform doesn't jump right through the grade shifts. 
it actually behaves like real hills outside. I actually feel gravity working against me. And then, of course, with my benefit as we hit the descents, it's so easy to know what to do when you understand the flow. It's a little bit like a roller coaster. It is, although not quite as out of control as a roller coaster, but I absolutely get the analogy. That's terrific. And then the fourth one is anchored around climbing. Climbing, my nemesis. Every time I stood up, my heart rate would go through the roof. Well, I just finished a climb of 90 seconds at a moderate smooth effort, and I felt like I could enjoy a cup of Mrs. Jenkins tea while doing it. Well, it was so simple to fix. After all those years of suffering, uh, by the way, Miss Non-Purple Patch People, Mrs. Jenkins is in charge of the refreshments in the bike class, and she does a lovely job of it too. But after all those years of suffering, now suddenly you taught me one little tool, and I can do it smooth. Well, there you go. That's, I think, fa fantastic. And the final message, I can't help. I've got to say, my ego feels a little bit puffed up here. What's a shift in mindset? I always chase fitness. That's all I was obsessed about. And instead, now, what I think about is, let's go get some speed. I have to admit, I thought you were completely crazy. And, well, you probably are. But this stuff actually works. I hate to say you were right, but you were... Go on, say it, Neil. I was right, wasn't I? Good stuff. So the bike is having the intended focus. That's terrific. And there is a whole host of opportunity there. All right, next big observation. The power of strength. Guess what? When you bubble up prioritization, not as an athlete, not as a coach, but as an organization, when you bubble it up and prioritize it, really good things happen. I want you to remember that. Really good things happen. We're only coming up on a month now of a huge, across the canvas of Purple Patch, prioritization of strength. And good things are already happening. When you're not focused on building more and more and more endurance miles, the value and the quality of the execution of your strength training goes up, and that's natural. Well, we're edging into that month, and 95% of all purple patch athletes are absolutely all in on strength, and they're already feeling the benefits. And I ask folks to place it at the forefront, and well, I tell you what, it's going well. You can hear it in the community. People are actually enjoying it. And my first observation around this is one of personal pride, I have to say, and that's Marsha. Marsha, our strength coach, fantastic, upgrade, amazing. More than ever before, I just stepped out of design of the strength program. I just handed it off to Marsha because I trusted her from the ground up to build excellent strength program. And I get to see and refine, and now, once it's filtered through, I see the action of it in and across the Purple Patch community. And I tell you what, Marsha's terrific. The program is so good. And it's not easy designing a program that actually suits everyone, but at the same time is fun, engaging, and what I've already seen, clearly powerful. That is no easy feat. And we are getting daily feedback on the value and the quality of the video-based strength program. Now, allow me to be just a little bit salesy for one second. If you're self-coached right now, or perhaps you have your own coach, you can still integrate the Purple Patch Strength Program into your own program. And I promise you, it's so good. It acts as a terrific backbone to any endurance training program. It's structured, it's progressive, 
and we offer it as a standalone program for endurance athletes. It's the same program that we integrate into the Purple Patch programming in Tri-Squad, in Run Squad, etc. But if you wanted to only utilize our strength program, it's absolutely available. It's a standalone offering, and I've got to say, it's really powerful. It's a wonderful time. So, Barry, we're going to add that to the show notes, and we'll get going. For my final Q4 reflection, and this is so far, and allow me to be a little bit coarse, but luckily I'm English, so when I swear, it sounds a little bit like poetry. Shit, guys, our team is good. More than ever before, we are supporting the Purple Patch athletes as a team, as a squad. We have key partners that are absolutely dedicated to Purple Patch athletes. Chris, Ivan, Eric, IOG Bike Fitting, fully engaged. Scott and the team at Fuel In with their focus on dialing in and supporting athletes build fantastic fueling and nutrition habits. John leading the swim education and individual swim program that we have around customized video assessment, etc. Fantastic. Brad, Mike, Marsha leading sweat testing and all of the center-based coaching. Michael Zinsky on the RUM program, terrific resource for you. I just mentioned Marsha on strength. Nancy, an ever-present guide and resource for women's health and performance. And of course, all of the Purple Patch coaches, including myself, that get involved to support not just their own athletes, but everyone at Purple Patch. For the first time, I truly feel like it's 360-degree support that goes well beyond me. And I see the athletes respond. We've got more than ever greater engagement, a higher sense of support, a high degree of accountability. It's like never before. And that's not only good to see, I'm also already seeing a month in the benefits and I can see the path to outsize results that we're going to get. And so I'm so thankful to the team and excitement and engagement of the athletes and the community. We are good to go. So that's our report so far. Alrighty. So if you listen today and you have no structure to your exercise and training, perhaps because you wanted a break or you've decided to spend more time with your family or on work or you're really busy and you just want to enjoy the holidays, let me remind you that you can and you should have both things. You should have a break. You should prioritize other elements of your life, but you should also have training. And so evolve or die. If you're not placing the bedrock of really good habits, skills, light-specific training right now, you are in the act of regressing. I'm sorry to be blunt, but you are in the act of regressing. You are going backwards. You're putting yourself in a hole. You don't need to be in a hole. You don't need to be in an eight ball. But I tell you, if you're just random right now, it's impossible not to find yourself in that situation. You are going to be in the meadow of regret. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to be obsessed. You don't need full tilt engagement. But what you do want to get is some control and get smart. Whether that's with Purple Patch, and it's pretty overt out there that I'm a big believer in our own programming, or it's with someone else. But you do need to get structured. That's my message for the day, sermon over. I tell you this to help, okay? And I also want to ensure that you are bolstered against future pitfalls, and I want it to be a bedrock of a great year next year. I hope it helps. Folks, I'll see you next time. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for joining and thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the new format. You can never miss an episode 
by simply subscribing. Head to the Purple Patch channel of YouTube and you will find it there and you could subscribe. Of course, I'd like to ask you if you will subscribe, also share it with your friends. And it's really helpful if you leave a nice positive review in the comments. Now, any questions that you have, let me know. Feel free to add a comment and I will try my best to respond and support you on your performance journey. And in fact, as we commence this video podcast experience, if you have any feedback at all, as mentioned earlier in the show, we would love your help in helping us to improve. Simply email us at info at purplepatchfitness.com or leave it in the comments of the show at the Purple Patch page and we will get you dialed in. We'd love constructive feedback. We are in a growth mindset, as we like to call it. And so feel free to share with your friends. But as I said, let's build this together. Let's make it something special. It's really fun. We're really trying hard to make it a special experience. And we want to welcome you into the Purple Patch community. With that, I hope you have a great week. Stay healthy, have fun, keep smiling, doing whatever you do. Take care.